0: Welcome to the Get Hungry Podcast, a show where we expand the bounds of what you see possible by exploring new topics each week to level up your thinking and cultivate your God-given potential. Hey, I'm Josh, and welcome to episode number two in the Purpose Preventers series. Now, I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, and I know for me, I personally got a lot out of it, and I've had a couple of people message me now as well, saying that they too got something out of it. So if you haven't heard episode one, I definitely encourage you to go back and listen to that one. But if you have, then I guess buckle up and prepare yourselves for episode number two. Now, before I go into discussing the topic and how we're going to break that apart, even though you've obviously seen the the title of the episode here, I just want to remind you to go and follow Get Hungry Pod on Instagram. Um, I post updates, poddy summaries. So, like, say for instance, if you were thinking about last week's episode, I posted like a carousel post where I kind of summarize some of the main points too. So, you can get some value out of that or share that with friends as well. Um, and I'm also planning to do a lot more sort of behind the scenes video. So, I might do a little video today of me sort of with my podcast setup and things like that. So, definitely jump over onto Instagram and I would definitely appreciate you you following me over there. That's also where you can go and contact me. You can shoot me a message and I'll be really excited to sort of spark a bit of a conversation with you there on Instagram. So now that that's out of the way, let's go into what I'm going to be exploring this week. So this week, we're going to be talking about complacency. And to do so, I've kind of given myself three questions. So the first question is, what actually is complacency? So I'm going to kind of explore that a little bit further. Number two, I'm going to talk about how do we recognize it in our lives and then thirdly how do we begin to overcome complacency? So all throughout the episode, I'll also be sprinkling some personal stories and quotes along the way as well. But before we do that, I just wanted to take the time to thank you for choosing to tune into the podcast yet again, if you're a regular listener. And if you're not a regular listener, welcome. This is the podcast. I hope you enjoy and you get some value out of the podcast. I definitely encourage you to go back and listen to some of my previous episodes. I try to cover topics that are very relevant. Not not only to, I guess, the world, but also to me, because I know that if I'm talking about topics that really touch home for me, there definitely is people out there who can relate with that and it just resonates a whole lot more. So your continued support definitely gives me the motivation and inspiration to continue pursuing this newfound passion of podcasting that I have, I guess, come across. So thank you and hopefully you get some value out of this week's. So before we go into answering the first question, which is what is complacency, let's jump into the word of the week. So the word of the week this week is a bit of a fun one. It's shoddy, S-H-O-D-D-Y. Now, this is a word that a lot of you have probably heard before, um, if not, well, I know it's a pretty, I feel like it's a bit of a slang word, but anyway, the definition of shoddy is of poor quality or inferior workmanship. Another definition is intentionally rude or inconsiderate. So shoddy again is a very negative word. It's a word that if someone says that you or anything that you have done is shoddy, it's not a compliment. And so it's a word to be mindful of and to actively try not to be Be shoddy in any area of our life and try not to use this word when we're talking about other people as well. We should aim to inspire and bring people up, not bring them down. So, this is a really cool word. So, definitely. I guess, be mindful of this word throughout the week this week. Look for ways that you can use it um, and definitely don't abuse this word. So, that's the word of the week this week. So, let's jump straight into this week's content. So, what actually is complacency? Well, before I go into sharing some personal thoughts on this, the first thing is definitely to go to the dictionary. So, I went to the Cambridge Dictionary and they define complacency as a feeling of calm satisfaction with your own abilities or Situation that prevents you from trying harder. So basically, my definition is that complacency is feeling like you don't need to improve because you're good enough now. Now, before I go into exploring this further, I think a couple of important caveats to make here. Firstly, that I'm not saying that you should never be satisfied or calm and comfortable where you're at because that's definitely important and we need to go through times of rest. We need to incorporate rest into our schedule and tasks that aren't overly taxing so that we can continue to, I guess, plod along. You know, we don't, we want to avoid burnout and you can very easily reach a point of burnout if you're always, you know, striving for intimidation. You're never giving yourself a chance to settle down or to relax. And we're going to talk about this later. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that I believe constantly seeking more without ever rewarding success is not healthy. And this too can lead to burnout. Again, I'm going to speak later on about how to balance these two, but I just wanted to make those points upfront and say that I'm not saying that we never need to have a point of rest. We never need to reward ourselves. I'm going to talk about how to incorporate that later on, but I'm more focusing on complacency in lack of drive to improve yourself because you think you're good enough now. So why is this a bad thing? I mean, you read the definition from Cambridge Dictionary, a feeling of calm satisfaction with your own abilities or situations that prevent you from trying harder. It doesn't necessarily sound too negative, but as I said before, if you're complacent, you lack the drive of trying harder. That's what I would define complacency as. Now, a quote on complacency that I heard from Craig Grishel, which was very, very important, is this. He says, The greatest threat to future success is current success. I mean, how powerful is this statement? This is saying that, you know, yes, you may reach a point of success, which in turn makes you think that you don't need to change anything, you're doing okay, you've already experienced success. But if you inherit these mindsets and these ways of thinking, you're actually preventing yourself from reaching future success and building upon the success and the impact that you currently have. So I think what we need to do is we need to find a way to be content with where we are, but not complacent. So what's the difference between contentment and complacency? Well, the basic difference is that being content means that you're being happy. You're still positive. You know where you are, and yet you still are positive and happy, whereas being complacent is acknowledging where you are and then I guess refusing to improve and to build upon yourself or to have more impact. This kind of reminds me of a verse in Philippians 4 verse 11 where I think it's Paul, he goes on to say that, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. And I think that's something almost like a motto that we need to tell ourselves. So I am content no matter what the circumstance is. Um, He later on goes on to say in verse 13 that he can do all things through Christ who gives him strength. So as a Christian, I know that God gives me the strength to go through whatever situation I'm going through. And because of that, I can be content. So that's my source of contentment. Um, And I would encourage you to, I guess, look into this further and to identify what your source of contentment is. You know, God is there. God is loving, gracious, powerful. And he says in multiple verses throughout the Bible that he will give you what you need And when we're facing complacency, when we're facing struggles, we know that he's going to give us the strength to get through these struggles. And so we can be content. Now, I guess on the flip side of that, when everything's going well and you're having success and complacency starts to creep in, we can ask ourselves, am I being complacent or am I being content? And if we identify that we're being content, we can then continue to move forward, to take action and to grow. But if we acknowledge that we're being complacent, again, we need to take on the growth mindset and and always be pursuing more whilst being content. So question two, how do we know if we are complacent? Well, to make sure that you are never complacent or to make sure I'm never complacent, we need to both embrace intimidation. And again, I've done a whole episode on this, so definitely go back and listen to that episode. I talked through some important factors in that, so I'm not going to go too deep into this whole embrace intimidation. But what I am going to do is I'm going to ask a series of questions, That we can ask ourselves to, I guess, refocus our attention on what's going on and then sort of talk about a little bit and explore the thought that the question invokes. So, how do we make sure we're never complacent? Well, ask yourself these questions. Firstly, do I zone out or disengage regularly? You know, when I'm working, do I zone out? Do I focus on what I could be doing instead of what I am currently doing? Do I focus more on I guess what's for lunch or what I'm going to do after work, than the task at hand. If so, potentially complacency is something that you're experiencing. And so what we can do is we need to make sure that we stay actively engaged in the task, stay present. So in times when we feel like we are zoning out, we're disengaged, we can remind ourselves to stay focused on the present and to stay actively engaged. So secondly, I think something that really touches home with me is this whole topic of monotony. I kind of get a little bit bored when I'm doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And so we need to ask ourselves, is my job monotonous? And if your answer is yes, then we need to find a way to ensure that we keep thinking and we can keep incorporating a sense of growth into this task that seems quite boring and monotonous. Now, thirdly, we can ask ourselves, do we only ever do what we are asked or what we have always done? And if the answer is yes, we need to focus on taking initiative. You know, this is something that <laughs> I feel like comes up in job interviews all of the time like taking initiative. It's a quality that is admired by a lot of people. Someone who doesn't just do what they have to do, never go up and beyond. Taking initiative, doing the action before you're being asked, or finding new ways to incorporate different things into your job so that you can be more impactful and beneficial to the people around you or the people you serve is something that we should definitely focus on. So we need to stay actively engaged. We need to keep thinking. We need to take initiative. And then we need to ask ourselves, am I a comfort chaser or a challenge chaser? You know do i always look for the easy way out the fun way you know the free thing there's something that's minimal effort or do i embrace intimidation do i see myself as a challenger who's willing to take on new challenges and goes for the harder route because i know that it leads to a easy life you know as i talked about in the last episode hard choices easy life easy choices, hard life. So a way to make sure that we are a challenger and we are constantly pursuing growth instead of always looking for the easy way out is to actually invest in ourselves, you know, do online courses, read books. There's a lot of different ways that you can build upon yourself and grow skills that you can apply to your job or your life that will 10x your impact instead of just always working the same job the same way you've always done it. You know, to share a little analogy here, let's say there's two employees and they both work at McDonald's. Employee number one, very chilled, always takes the easy way out, shows up for his shift, does his work, and he's a decent worker, but then he just goes home and that's it. Well, that's that's worker one. Worker number two is someone who goes to work. You know, when they're not working, they've got a barbecue at home and they're practicing different ways of flipping patties or making burgers. And just take they take the initiative. They see work as a challenge and they really want to do the best that they possibly can at work. Who do you think is going to experience future success or advancements within their job at Macca's? Well, I mean, it's a no-brainer. Obviously, it's going to be worker two. So bit of a stupid example. But anyway, look at your life, look at your job, your career, whatever it may be, and try to identify skills that would start to increase your impact and your effectiveness at getting your job done. I can guarantee you, you will start to reap the benefits as a result of doing this. You know, another good way to ensure that you are constantly growing is to find an accountability partner, you know, someone who keeps you accountable for the things that you want to do. So say for instance, you want to start reading a page of a book per day to ensure that you actually get that done, have someone who is willing for you to give regular reports to, to let them know how you are going with that pursuit, but then also give them permission to check in with you whenever they want to see how you're going with that goal that you've given yourself. You know, for me personally, I've got a lot of people in my life that I can use as sort of accountability partners. And the added bonus that I have is using my beautiful wife. You know, I live with her. And so if I say I want to work on this thing, she can always encourage me to continue doing the things that I tell myself and tell her that I'm going to do. So find that person in your life. You know, it might be a friend, it might be a family member, um, but definitely just find someone. And I guess the important thing is to start small. So start with someone something small like say reading a page of a book a day and then start to slowly build I guess your relationship but also the mindset that you keep promises that you set to yourself and I think this is really really important you know kind of for myself I, I try to do daily journaling and I'm not as consistent as I know I should be But one of the things that I identify in my life is that I guess slowly over the years I've identified that I tolerate more than I should. You know, if I say, okay, I'm going to do this and then I don't do that thing, I will tolerate that. And I'll be like, yeah, that's okay. That's fine. And I'll come up with excuses to justify why I haven't done that thing. But it's only through taking action on these things that you tell yourself that you really start to build confidence. And you really start to tell yourself, even subconsciously, that you keep promises you make to yourself. And I think this is a very, very important thing to take on board. Because again, I don't know if I've shared it or not, but a quote from, Craig Rochelle is you cannot change what you are willing to tolerate and this is kind of something that triggered this whole reflective process in my journaling but it kind of made me think what am i tolerating in my life that's preventing me from changing or growing and i think this is an important question to ask yourself as well so have a piece of paper in front of you and write a list of things that you tolerate, could be as big or as little as you want, and then identify if that toleration is actually prohibiting you from experiencing success or growth. Once you've done this, formulate a habit, get an accountability partner to ensure that you stick to that habit and you will slowly start to grow towards the goal that you set for yourself or that vision that you have. Another question that's kind of along the same vein that you can ask yourself is, do I feel trapped by inaction? So what do I mean by this? This is knowing that growth occurs when you put yourself in uncomfortable, intimidating situations, but always seeming to lack the ability to actually do it. So it's knowing what you need to do, but just not ever doing it and you can't truly explain why you can't ever take that step, you know, what's holding you back and Going back to what I was talking about before, I think it's because we've started to tolerate a lot more than we should. And again, touching back on the episode last week, we need to make sure that we set higher expectations for ourselves. And if we don't meet those expectations, don't tolerate that. Find a way to meet, reach, and exceed those expectations. You know, try new things take risks. It could be something as small as taking cold showers. And I know this is something that I talk about all the time, but I truly think it's so beneficial. When it's cold and you don't feel like taking a cold shower, but you've said to yourself, I'm going to take cold showers, and you go through, you step into that cold shower, it's uncomfortable, you push through, let me tell you afterwards, you truly, truly do feel really, really good afterwards physically because there's a lot of health benefits, but mentally also because you've done the thing that you said you were going to do, but you didn't want to do. I would say that this is one of the most monumental things in my life that has really triggered this whole new perspective on on setting higher expectations and identifying what I tolerate and not being okay with that and wanting to change that. Now, the last question before we go on to the next sort of topic here is, am I intimidated by how far I have to go before I reach my goal? You know, you can identify, okay, this is where I want to get. I want to get to the point where I can start my own business, I can start a podcast, whatever. But you look at where you're at now and you think, how am I ever going to reach that point? Well, the important thing to do here is to focus on the process instead of the destination. You know, I've discussed it before and I'll say it again. It's important to identify where you want to go and then reverse engineer the track or the process that it takes to get there. I feel like I could literally talk about this forever, but I need to continue moving on so this episode isn't too long. So question number three, how do I begin to overcome it today? And it obviously being complacency. Firstly, we need to commit to things. So, the first verse that comes to mind is Colossians 3, verse 23. And it says, And whatever you do, do it heartily as for the Lord and not for men. So, another way of phrasing this that you've probably heard is how you do one thing is how you do everything. So, as a Christian, I know that I am seeking to live a life that's pleasing to the Lord. And so, every area of my life, I should try to put my whole heart and my whole effort into everything as big or as little as it may be for the Lord to know that he is pleased with my efforts instead of trying to please men or instead of, you know, being a people pleaser. So identifying before that I am a challenger, I'm someone who takes action, and I am not intimidated by intimidation, but I am excited by intimidation, I embrace it because I know that's how I can grow. And literally in whatever you do, as big or as little as it may be, try to put in maximum effort. And then just literally see see how that works for you, see what effects or how that begins to affect different areas of your life. So secondly, and I briefly talked about this at the start, we need to incorporate rewards into our journey towards achieving or reaching our goal. So how do we do this? Well, I think there's a couple of different types of rewards that we can reward ourselves with, but before I go into sort of explaining what these rewards are, I want you into your head to imagine you're going on a road trip. Okay. And I know this is an analogy that you've probably heard before, but let's just, let's just go with it. So you're going on a road trip. Okay. First thing you need to do is you need to identify where you're going. Okay, once you've identified where you're going, you need to recognize where you currently are because you can't head towards that place if you don't know where you currently are. So identify where you're going, where you currently are. Once you've done this, you can then formulate a plan to get there. Okay, so you've got the route. Now, like any good road trip, you're going to need to take breaks along the way, you know, whether it's for fuel, whether it's a toilet stop, whether it's to get food, you're going to have breaks along the way. Okay. These are little checkpoints. So see these checkpoints as smart goals, you know, smaller goals that you can focus on. And when you reach that goal, you can then focus on the next goal. It's kind of like a treasure map, almost like, you know, you work your way towards clue number one Once you reach clue number one, you can then work on getting to point number two. Similar sort of concept here. So your idea is to identify and always acknowledge where you're going, where the ultimate destination is, and you need to remind and refocus yourself on that regularly, but that shouldn't be your primary focus. Your primary focus should be reaching that next checkpoint, or that smart goal that you've set for yourself. Okay. So, thinking about this whole analogy, we can begin to incorporate rewards into this whole structure. Now, the first type of reward is a small reward. Okay. This is something that can be done daily, or even when you're working on little tasks, little projects, it could be something like, you know, watching YouTube for a period of time, having a little snack, doing something that gives you a bit of a break from work. You know, this is kind of taking on board the Pomodoro technique, which is where you work for say 30 minutes at a time. After 30 minutes, you have five minute break in that break time. You can reward yourself with watching YouTube, scrolling, Instagram, getting a snack, you know, whatever you want to do within that time. But as long as it's not to do with work and it's a bit of a a rest or a reward, I guess, a small reward after that five minutes, then you go back into doing 30 minutes more work and then five minutes break. And you do this until you've reached that task. So this is an example of sort of small rewards. Instead of working solid three hours on a task, work for a smaller periods of time where you can dedicate all of your focus after that little time period is up, have a little break where you reward yourself with some relaxing activity, whether it's watching YouTube, as I said, it could literally be sitting down on the couch, just staring out the window. After that five minutes up, go back to doing work. This ensures that you stay focused on the task at hand, as well as rewarding yourself for actually taking steps towards that goal or the task that you have. So the second type of reward is a medium reward. Now this is when you have slightly larger wins. So say for instance, you've reached one of these checkpoints in your journey. You know, your goal was to get five new clients. Your goal was to get a thousand followers. It could be whatever it may be. Um, It's not a massive goal, but it still is a bigger goal. When you've done this, you can then reward yourself with a medium reward. So this is something like going out for dinner, doing something fun with a friend, whether it's going to an arcade, doing, doing, doing whatever it might be. You identify what you classify as a medium reward. But this is something that when you've reached a goal, and that goal is not something that can be achieved in a day. It might be a week, it might be a couple of weeks, it might be a month, but you need to make sure that you reward yourself. You pat yourself on the back for saying, good job, good job for reaching this goal. Have a little treat and then you continue going. You need to make sure that you're not being complacent and stick where you currently are. The third and favorite type of reward is a large reward. So this is when you reach your goal. You do that big thing. You know, you you reach that destination that you didn't think you would reach. This is where you start to reward yourself in taking a holiday or taking a vacation and saying, look, those six months I was able to achieve this. I reached this goal. And it might be something that you reach, as I said, in six months, could be a year. Um, But these are sort of larger things. And what this system is doing is it's rewarding your positive behavior towards growth. You know, situations where you embrace intimidation, you continue to stay focused, you need to reward yourself. And this is a way that you can begin to, I guess, counteract or overcome complacency. Now, the final little thing here before I sort of wrap this whole episode up is incorporating rest into your schedule. You know, the Pomodoro technique, as I was talking about before, is a good way of giving you sort of little pockets of five minute break through doing a task where you can continue to stay focused and your and your energy is managed. So you need to rest sort of throughout your work day, but also try and identify a work-life balance. You know, I feel like you shouldn't be so focused on work because if you are, you'll begin to make sacrifices in your life away from work and vice versa. If you focus so much on a, you know, a comfortable life, you're never going to really, I guess, get anywhere in terms of work so you need to come up with a work-life balance and a way that you can do this that I have seen has worked for other people is setting particular work hours and life hours. So sort of if you work for yourself, it's something that you need to take on, I guess, more. Whereas if you work for someone else, your hours are probably given to you. And so it's easier to kind of navigate. But if you work for yourself or you're constantly putting in the initiative and you're working extra hours, you need to give yourself a time and say, look, okay, I'm going to work from 7 till 5 when I finish at five, that's it. I'm done. I put the work down and I get on with, you know, going home to my family or whatever it may be. But you need to put in these barriers here to make sure that you don't burn yourself out. And then finally, you need to make sure that you're getting enough sleep. You know, there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of articles and literature out there too. So I'm not going to go too deep into this, but it's very important that we have enough sleep each night because that's our body's way of reviving itself. You know, I have heard that eight hours is sort of the average that we should aim for. And this may differ depending on the individual. So sort of figure out what that healthy balance is for you, but make sure that you are sleeping and you're getting enough sleep to continue growing. Well, that just about wraps up this episode and that was a little bit of a longer one. So if you're still listening, I definitely want to thank you. Hopefully you got some value out of this content. I know that I sort of was preaching to myself as I was sort of going through this content that I've dot pointed out for myself here. So it's a very important thing to keep in mind or to be mindful of complacency. Am I complacent? And if I am, what do I do to change that? We need to make sure that we're not complacent, but we're content whilst embracing intimidation. So complacency is one of the things that begins to creep into our life and prevents us from reaching our goals, our purpose, or maximum impact. So it's something that can continually affect us at whatever stage we're in as well. So we need to make sure that we begin to acknowledge complacency, what it looks like, what areas of your life you're being complacent in and then develop systems that help us to overcome it now so that it's less of a problem the further on you grow remember as craig Rochelle says the biggest enemy to future success or future growth is current success remember make sure you go over to instagram you follow get hungry pod on instagram give us a like, definitely shoot me in DM. I'd definitely love to get in contact with you and you can get weekly reminders when the episode is uploaded, episode summaries and sort of behind the scenes videos as well. Well, love you guys and hope that you have an epic week and I'll see you next week right here on the Get Hungry Podcast.